Today's episode is brought to you by FocusFi.com. Hi, everybody, and welcome to The Daily Grind. I am your host, Colin Morgan, and five days a week, I aim to motivate, educate, and inspire you to live the life of your dreams. I interview some of the most successful and inspiring people, along with sharing insight of my own, in order for you to not only be successful in what you're doing, but prosper in business and life. This show is for grinders, people who don't just have dreams, but are willing to lay it all on the line and grind for what they want. Welcome everyone to The Daily Grind. But I do want to mention one thing. What impressed me most was how open you were uh, to including my son. Mm. Right? You were cognizant. You, you were extremely benevolent. You brought him gifts, ketchup, potato chips, and, <laughs> Canadian hat, and all types of different things. But, uh, you know, people out there, if, if you treat people with kindness, uh, you know, that that's all you have to do. It's being kind to your future self, doing good deeds. It's the little things that you can do for people. And Colin, you have a friend uh, and a fan for life, not just by the graciousness that you you know, t- took care of me, my team, your team, but most importantly, you know, it, it's not e- easy having an eight-year-old out there. And he, it, it was a highlight of his weekend. He felt so special. <laughs> And that meant so much to me. And that's really what I have in store for me in 2019 is I'm going to be more consistent about being kind. I am always experimenting with new ways to stay focused and keep my energy level high throughout the day. As an entrepreneur, I know that this is paramount to my success. I recently discovered a new supplement that has solved this key issue for me. Focus 5 by Wealth Nutrition not only keeps me focused, but gives me the energy to stay motivated throughout my day while maintaining a positive mindset. See, most supplements for me really don't help, never have, and make me more jittery than anything else. I haven't had any of those issues while on Focus 5. So if you want to try Focus 5 for 50% off for all Daily Grind listeners, all you have to do is visit focusfi.com. Again, that is F-O-C-U-S-F-I dot com. Happy Tuesday, everyone, and welcome back to The Daily Grind. You are listening to episode number 300. I'm so proud that we were able to get to this point on the podcast, and because of that, and because of all you loyal listeners who tune in every single day, I wanted to bring you a really amazing guest, and this is someone who I had the chance to meet Last fall, we did a show on Drive Together. You know his name. His name is Mr. David Meltzer. On today's episode, we kind of build off of that Drive episode. So if you haven't seen that, I'll share a link in the description below. Um, But today's episode, we really get into some really uh, interesting topics and conversations, things that are truly meant to help you, help you live a healthier, happier, and more financially free life. So as always, everyone, be sure to grab that notepad, pen, sit back, and dive deep in today's episode with Mr. David Meltzer. Enjoy. Well, David Meltzer, what an honor it is to have you now on The Daily Grind. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule here. Oh, man, I am so excited there. 
my life is indicative of the daily grind because I believe in consistency <laughs> and that's what it's about. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know, for those of you listening, um, if you haven't checked out my my episode of Drive with David Meltzer, um, I'll share a link. You can also uh, hear it on the Daily Grind, sandwiched between episodes 288 and 289. So go check that out for some uh, really, it was it was an amazing episode, amazing day. I got to spend with David, his crew, and his youngest son, Miles. And, you know, David, from that episode, I had so many friends, first of all, who, uh, you know, kind of started to get into their journey themselves and, and now have reached out to me and who follow you religiously and, and absolutely love everything that you're doing. Um, so I just wanted to kind of build off of not only that, but, but a little bit of what my audience took from it and, uh, and build off of that amazing conversation. I love it. I can't wait to get going. Let's do it. Let's do it. So, um, David, one thing that, you know, was really interesting for people is the vulnerability that you are able to show and, and sharing your story for some, and for a lot of people, even myself, it's very difficult and I know that probably for you, you had to you know, have a conversation with yourself. Can you talk us through a little bit of, of why you felt so important to kind of share your failures with everyone uh, that, you know, that essentially follows you? You know, I had to take the energy out of it. And what I started realizing from the studies that I've done uh, and the readings that I was, was doing was that in order to be invulnerable, you have to be vulnerable. And this is a very difficult thing for most people to comprehend that by being vulnerable, by being truthful, by vibrating faster, by raising your awareness, you actually create invulnerability in your life. And so by telling people, you know, all the things that have happened and there's many more layers. I was just with a guy named Gary Vaynerchuk, Gary V. And he said, man, I'm really proud of you. You know, the way that you're, you're truthful and authentic about yourself. And I know there's a certain audience that it resonates with, Yeah. but I, I'm really curious what the next layer of onion is, you know, what you're hiding from us. Mm. Um, but I, I really want to encourage people. Once you get the feeling of being invulnerable, by being vulnerable, then it, the world is just opens up. It's like, hey, people accept the fact that I lost everything. People accept the fact yeah. that I was a manipulator. They accept the fact that I'm not perfect. They accept the fact. And you know what? The more they accept about my what others would consider failures or mistakes, I call them miracles. Yeah. What they start doing is they start looking for the things they want to look for in me, not to see what's missing because they feel as if I'm not hiding anything. You know, and I take all the energy out of it. Yeah, and, and that process for you, I mean, it's taken years, but like going back to the beginning, was this something where, you know, you maybe started out and it was something that you just started to think about and maybe write down on paper and then start sharing it out? Or did you just make a decision in your mind like this is this is who I am? You know, I, I made first decision was about value that I was gonna pray to be, you know, for ten people I could help to be of service. Yeah. Um but before before my quantum shift, I call it, uh, I was I was hiding everything, right? I wasn't my authentic self. I was projecting my insecurities. I was like the normal 90% of the people out there. And what really helped was not only the shifting of the paradigm of value, but when I started to write my book, when my wife told me to go take stock in who I was and what I wanted to become, and as I started writing the book, it forced me to make a decision. Was I going to tell the truth? Right. Was this going to be a novel or was it going to be factual? And as I wrote the book and continually wrote the book, all of a sudden I started saying, wow, there's going to be thousands, if not millions of people someday 
that are going to know all these things about me. And that was the catalyst, writing that first book, Connected to Goodness, about being authentic and living by the principles that I was teaching in my book. And those principles, you know, imagination and action principles are indicative of being ourselves and being vulnerable to create invulnerability. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, it's funny, people are you're listening who are trying to start something and we only see what is out there. Like even for, for you, David, we see, all the, I mean, the, the tons of content that you're putting out and you're putting out for free. And really that had to start somewhere for you. And people are so afraid to start. Like for you, that first time you decided like, let's get a camera crew behind me. Um, I'm sure it was a little bit different, right? I'm sure you get kind of more comfortable, but like those first few videos that you shot and, and you release them, like you're not getting close to the amount of views you're getting at now. What was that like for you? And, and how did you continuously say, you know what, let's look forward and just continuously do this? Yeah. So what I did is I didn't watch the hardest thing. I just didn't watch at the beginning. You know, I, I let them video me. I just allowed, you know, me to be me, which was fine in front of the camera. But what I found was if I watched it, that's where it got really difficult. Yeah. Right. I, I, you know, it got motivating to lose weight, to comb my hair, to match my clothes, whatever it might be. But what <laughs> really was difficult was the lives. Right. When, when I started, you know, utilizing Instagram live and where I have to look at my own face with other people and share my ideas and be vulnerable and all of that. Yeah. Uh, you know, that is a mirror, you know, and you have to look in that mirror and, mirror and learn to love you, you know, and I know that's not an arrogant statement. Like I, I put faith in who I am now and what I want from myself. And, you know, I, I try to avoid as much temptation as I can to live an ego-based life and to be radically humble. But, you know, the video side, I can give people advice right now. Just don't watch your videos and and you'll be fine. But the live <laughs> stuff is really hard. <laughs> I can tell me. I mean, if I started out with videos, David, like I always laugh because I think the first, I always say the first 20 podcasts that I did. So this is me behind the mic. No one can see me. I'm doing it shirtless because I'm sweating through everything that I'm doing. I'm cringing <laughs> at my voice. Like starting out with video is a challenge. <laughs> Especially you're a good looking guy, man. I, I remember, but geez, <laughs> if you look like me, and plus my age, right? I mean, they're starting to call me Uncle Dave of the Internet, you know, and of Instagram. Uh, you know, I might not seem that old at 51, but there's not many people on, you know, going live on Instagram live at 51 years old. There's very few of us. Yeah, and so, true. Uh, you know, and, and it's there forever. The other thing about it is, you know, it's not just capturing it. That's what takes one ego hit. It's not just amplifying it out there where people are like, who the heck is this? But then it's perpetual. Right. Then it's there mm. now. Like you said, you, you've seen the growth since we got together and played a little golf together. Yeah. But you've seen you've, you've seen the growth just in those months. You know, that's out there forever. My Ted talk gets more hits than, you know, it did for the first year. You know, it's yeah. incredible. So, you, you know, people see it. And the weird thing is, too, I always it bothered me about my family and it may bother you. You know, it always bothered me when I saw my grandparents who I adored because I felt like they didn't know me. What they knew was snippets of me. And now a lot of people, millions of people know snippets of me and yet they think they know me and they care about me. And they're, and they're you know, 99% of them are wonderful and positive, whatever. Yeah. But they think they know me and snippets of me. Look, I'm a complex, flawed being. 
And, you know, what you see on those videos are meant to teach and inspired, but that's me at my best potential. Uh, you know, I still, you know, I, I remember doing something in front of someone like, oh, oh my God, you, you eat McDonald's? You know, so I was with somebody <laughs> shadowing me. I'm like, you don't get a body like this eating, you know, <laughs> salad all the time. Uh, yeah, I eat McDonald's. And yeah. then I remember thinking of some of my idols and, you know, I went with Jack Canfield to dinner uh, one time, the, the, my co-author now in Unstoppable, Creating the Life You Love, but he was the chicken soup for the soul out there. Half a billion books sold. Yeah. He invited me to dinner in Santa Barbara, and he swore. And I, you know, I'm 50 years old having dinner with him, and because I have now snippets of him and an idolistic view of him, I was in the car giddy, like with the camera guys going, "Oh my God." Jack Campbell's like a regular dude. He swore. In fact, not only did he swear, he said only geniuses swear, that it takes a higher level of intelligence to swear. I'm going to start effing swearing. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. And, I mean, you put a, a huge emphasis on, I mean, if you follow David, you know the people that he surrounds himself with, the people you surround yourself with, David. Um, and one thing that a lot of people took from that, you know, Drive episode was, you know, the advice you gave on mentorship, because, you know, people talk about, you know, finding mentorship, but you actually gave a, a real tactical thing that a lot of people are seeing mega success with. One thing that, you know, people have reached out to me to ask you today is, you know, when looking for mentors, when looking for help, should you be paying for it? Oh, great question. Uh, number one, you should never pay in the, in the sense for coaching. What you should do is make your coach a profit center. Mm. So, you know, I have very expensive coaches. I still, I have mentors where, you know, you know, famous people that gave me their cell phone. So if I have a quick question, I can call, you know, once every three months, Yeah, you need those people. Right. But I, I have uh, one of the top business coaches in the world who teaches me and I pay him money, but I hold him to a standard of being a profit center. In fact, I have one of the top now business practices in the world. And I tell my clients, I work month to month. Mm -hmm. I mitigate all risk because I guarantee I'm a profit center. So, you know, regardless of what someone charges, that doesn't mean you're paying for it, mm. right? You would gladly, you know, you would gladly call in. If I told you, look, Colin, I'm a hundred grand a month, but I guarantee you 200 grand a month by allowing me to coach you. Done. And if I don't, yeah. you, right, done deal. I guarantee yeah. it. You don't have to pay me until the end of the month either, right? So, you know, don't worry about it. When you collect your 200000 from me telling you what to do, you're going to give me a 100 of it. Can you see any reason why you won't want to move forward? So people don't confuse what paying means. You know, just like don't confuse what the meaning of money is. It's money doesn't make you happy. It's what you shop for with the money that makes you happy. So you need to shop for the right things. The same thing goes with coaches. You know, you can afford a coach that's extremely expensive if he's going to guarantee to be a profit center. You'll find the money. Trust me. Absolutely. And that's what my clients do. I, I have guys all the time tell me, oh, you know, Dave, Mr. Meltzer, I can't afford that. No. The other thing I do that's different, which I would uh, give this advice as well with true pain, you know, we, we have to pay for the mentor, yeah. is that I do an assessment. I don't believe, Colin, if you called me and said, Dave, can you coach me? I'll say, look, let me coach you for free and assess what's going on. All I ask is you make a donation of any size to my charity, the Unstoppable Foundation. Mm, and that's that. what I do. And so that everything I do has no risk, right? I have to hit that 
120 rule, that net 80 rule, that ability to tell anyone for anything I do, can you see any reason you wouldn't want to move forward? And that's the standard that I live by. And, you know, that's the potential that I pursue. I'm not 100%. I, I have had clients, yes, that I have had to return their money, right? I did not perform, like I said, but I will tell you, they received value and they didn't have to pay for it. I've also had clients that were super excited. And after nine months, I told them, look, I don't think I can do uh, and provide the value anymore. Let me charge you less or let me find you another coach because I've done what I can. You've used up the relationship capital I've had. You used up the knowledge that I have according to what you need. Why don't we try someone else? And I've fired more clients than have ever fired me exponentially. And that's because of the guarantee I give. Yeah, I love that. And and it's just holding yourself to a, such a high standard. And that really rubs off because, you know, I, I think you can agree to this, Dave, like if, if say you're working with someone or say, you know, you want to get in with a, a coach or a mentor and they can't guarantee you that you're getting that they're going to get your money back plus, you know, extra, I think it's probably the wrong person. Yeah, or if they try to lock you in for a year before mm. they even know you. Yeah, you know, that's they say, so true. Oh, look, give me 50 grand. Because th- those scams go e- really easy. It's called back-end selling. So what they do is they start coaching you, and you're excited at the first three, but you're not making the money. After the first three months, you're like, hey, you know, I'm spending a lot of money here. When am I going to start seeing the success? Six months into it, you're, you're kind of bitter. Well, it's too late, right? And, and they keep promising, oh, you know, it takes a little while. And right nine months into it, you're starting to pick up the fact that you're never getting your 60 grand back. Yeah, that's so true. Right. Yeah, that's so true. And, you know, one thing you mentioned earlier here in this is kind of like putting your best foot forward. And, and, you know, we see you online and we see you putting your best foot forward on a continuously daily basis. Like for people out there who like, how do you get yourself into that, you know, energy? Because I know there's some days that you're going to wake up and, and not feel your best. There's some days you're not going to be as motivated and as high energy. What are some things you do in order to kind of turn that around for yourself and, you know, give yourself that positive energy that you do, you know, give out on a daily basis? It's crazy because that's the difference in my life. It's the understanding of trajectory. Hmm. You know, I'm consistently looking at my trajectory. And so do I wake up some, you know, on a scale from one to 10, I wake up some mornings feeling like an eight. Yeah. Right? which is much better than probably most people do. But my first trajectory is how can I get up to a 10? Mm, love it. Okay. And if so, something's happened to me where, you know, there, there's people who, who do or say or have attacking thoughts towards me, my friends, my family. And, you know, number one, I've learned to say, you know, those people are going to not, they're not a part of my destiny. And I'm going to change my trajectory by not giving them any energy and putting faith in who I am. And, you know, sometimes I tell myself when someone says something, I'll say, well, so what if that's true? You know, what yeah. if Dave Meltzer is full of S? Like, what, what if I'm full of it? <laughs> well, you know what? That person perceives me of being full of it. So there's a percentage of the people out there beyond that person that think I'm full of it. Well, maybe they're going to learn something from that. Maybe I'm going to be a catalyst because they are going to want to do better in articulating how to help people than I do. Maybe they have a better methodology to help people than I do. And can you see how the energy changes within both of us when we start looking and praying for other people's happiness and looking at things differently? And, And that's what really has changed my life. I just I don't even have a down hour. Do I have down minutes? Absolutely. But I've raise my awareness to say, Hey, this is a down minute. 
how am I going to get back into my trajectory, both mentally, physically, spiritually, you know, biochemically, how am I going to get back to where I need to be? Uh, and lately, and this could be for over a year now, I'm running, you know, 4 a.m. until I pass out. And it, wow. it is the, the most amount of time I've ever been happy and inspired, you know, the majority of the day. Not 100% of the time, not there yet. You know, I have the same ego-based emotions and actions and things that I do that, you know, I just don't beat myself up over and I forgive myself. But I encourage everyone to get on this journey with me, to create a destiny that you want, to create and put faith in what you want, and more of it will come. If you're at 10% today, be at 11% tomorrow. It doesn't take long. Totally. I mean, imagine, you know, if these incremental differences. You're into golf, right? And you yeah. know how, you know, this incremental improvement would be extraordinary. You know, if you could just shave one stroke off a year. A half in shot. In 10 years, you'd, <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. you'd be the world's greatest golfer in yeah. 10 years. And that's at any age, you know. Yeah. So, um, you know, the same thing in life. It doesn't take long. And the truth is it, it happens exponentially. So, it, you know, the first is always the hardest. And then when you get to the backside of the hockey stick, it's just overwhelming how good you feel and how much you make other people feel good when you feel good. Well, you're definitely doing that. And, you know, the biggest thing I took away from our time spent together was, you know, it was one thing that I, I had always you know had in the back of my mind, but it was your continuously pursuit of your potential and that has really been a game changer for me. I used to be a, a real goal setter and um, I still do set goals, but now with that intention of what you had said of just reaching your full potential and just taking that incremental step every single day. And, you know, David, you know, everyone listening here, the, this, these minutes flew by. I felt like we just started, but uh, <laughs> that, that's what happens when, uh, when you're around people like yourself, David. So, you know, first of all, thank you so much for taking time out. Um, everyone listening if you found value in the show, drop us a comment. Let us know what you love. David, where's the best place? You know, people want to follow you on Instagram, YouTube. Um, what's exciting for 2019 for you? What do you want people to know? Yeah, so just follow me at David Meltzer. Twitter is David Meltzer. You can look up my website, D Meltzer, first initial last name. But I do want to mention one thing. What impressed me most was how open you were uh, to including my son. Mm. Right, you were cognizant. You you were extremely benevolent. You brought him gifts, ketchup, potato chips, <laughs> and, and Canadian hat, and all types of different things. But uh, you know, people out there, if if you treat people with kindness, uh, you know that that's all you have to do. It's being kind to your future self, doing good deeds. It's the little things that you can do for people. And Colin, you have a friend uh, and a fan for life, not just by the graciousness that you you know t took care of me my team, your team, but most importantly, you know, it, it's not easy, easy having an eight-year-old out there. And he, it, it was a highlight of his weekend. He felt so special <laughs> and awesome. that meant so much to me. And that's really what I have in store for me in 2019 is I'm going to be more consistent about being kind. Uh, and I'm going to do it by example. They can catch it on the, the audio, video, whatever they want, but I'm going to illustrate by people watching me, the power of kindness, the power of good deeds, and hopefully it'll motivate others to be kind and to do good deeds. And I certainly think uh, you have learned and you have displayed that to me and you have a friend for life, my, 
and I wanted to thank you. I appreciate that. Uh, it's all back to you. Thank you so much. Um, everyone listening, I'm going to share all the links to follow David. Um, reach out to him. He's doing absolutely amazing things. And, and you know, David, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule and uh, dropping some value here on the Daily Grind today. Right on. Join me on the Playbook, my podcast, look at my links and share my content and do good deeds. Thank you, everyone. Well, that is it for today's interview, everyone. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. And as you can see from today's episode, success is driven by passion, hunger, and today, just being kind. Everyone has to overcome obstacles. Everyone has a story. Start building yours today. Um, For a second time, we amazingly had the chance to sit down and speak with Mr. David Meltzer. Hope you took a lot from today's interview. And to be honest, hopefully you took a lot from the 300 previous to that. Um, I want to take this moment to thank you, the listeners, for making this show possible, for making 300 episodes possible. And uh, we got lots more in store for you. So stay tuned. Enjoy the rest of your day, everyone. And always remember to keep on grinding. Yeah.